Arguably the most famous Formula One movie of all time, Rush, is about the 1976 Formula One season and its title fight between McLaren's James Hunt and Ferrari's Nicky Lauda. But part of the reason Lauda himself claimed the biopic is 80% accurate and not 100% accurate is probably that even though Rush includes a whole scene about the 1976 British Grand Prix, it glosses over that race's big controversy. At the end of the British Grand Prix scene, text on the screen states, Hunt wins, Lauda second, which was the official result for about two months, after which the winner was changed to Nicky Lauda and James Hunt was disqualified. Fun fact, this race was the first and only ever F1 race to feature two female entrants. That is, however, not where the controversy with this race lies, unless, of course, you are a misogynist. No, the controversy lies with the aftermath of a crash that occurred at the first corner of the first lap, where there was a collision between Ferrari teammates Nicky Lauda and Clay Regazzoni that resulted in Regazzoni spinning into the path of McLaren's James Hunt and actually briefly launching Hunt's car completely airborne. These collisions and the collateral damage they caused resulted in a red flag, meaning the race was temporarily suspended for safety reasons so that the circuit could be cleared of debris. Now, back in this era of Formula One, and actually up until 2008, drivers used to sometimes be able to utilize a spare car, also known as a T-car, if their car suffered damage during the Grand Prix. So immediately after these first lap shenanigans, the three teams with damaged cars, Ferrari, McLaren, and Leger, Ligier, Leger, I don't know, all went to get their crash-impacted drivers set up in their T-cars. However, the Grand Prix stewards made a very interesting decision that drivers would only be allowed to restart the race if they completed the full first lap before returning to the pits, and if they restarted the race in the exact same car that they started it in. This decision sparked a lot of unrest within the paddock, and McLaren used the resulting delay to miraculously fix up James Hunt's original car. Hunt would end up restarting the race in his original car and would amazingly go on to win the 1976 British Grand Prix after the restart. After being announced as the winner of the 1976 British Grand Prix, the legendarily authentic James Hunt gave the second most James Hunt interview of all time after the Big Balls one. When asked how much this victory meant to him, Hunt replied, nine points, $20,000, and a lot of happiness. When asked how much of a strain it was having to drive after the race's crazy start, he replied, well, it was very relaxing in the sense that I was actually worried about the handling of my car and the first corner of the race. It wasn't good. And then it seemed to improve as things went on. Yeah. Could you give me a cigarette? Can I grab that cigarette off you? Thanks. It's a true transcript. When asked what sort of achievement it was on the part of the mechanics to get the car fixed up so that it could continue racing, Hunt replied while holding that cigarette between his fingers, absolutely fantastic. I mean, they really did a good job. They had to just throw it on, both sides of the front suspension had to be renewed, and they had to check the whole of the back, and it was incredible that they got it done. And while Hunt's mechanics may have done a superb job fixing up his car so that it went from airborne to the top of the podium, much like Marcus Erickson's car did at the 2021 Music City Grand Prix, see, J-Bone knows IndyCar too, James Hunt 
would only be the official 1976 British Grand Prix winner for a little over two months. But before I get to why that is, let me quickly tell you about my sponsor, Athletic Greens. AG1 by Athletic Greens is all of your key health products in one and features 75 high-quality ingredients that give you key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. I gave AG1 a try because I hated having to remember taking different pills and vitamins and instead wanted a comprehensive solution to cover all my nutritional bases for the day at once. And I love AG1 because it isn't just that comprehensive solution, it also tastes great. I take it in the morning before doing anything else because I love feeling like I'm covering my nutritional bases for the whole day within the first 15 minutes of waking up. And it literally could not be an easier habit to start. You just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing each morning. Done. And you don't have to drink it first thing in the morning. It's also a great pre and post workout drink. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash fbone. That's athleticgreens.com slash f-b-o-n-e. Check it out. So let's flash back to that first lap red flag. To reiterate, the stewards decided that drivers would only be allowed to restart the race if they completed the full first lap before returning to the pits and if they restarted the race in the same car that they started it in. And while James Hunt undeniably did restart the race in the same car he started it in, thanks to some incredible mechanic work from his team, he did not, in fact, complete the full first lap before returning to the pits. Instead, he took a shortcut to the pit lane that utilized a road at Brands Hatch that was not part of the Grand Prix circuit. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, how did the stewards not know during the red flag period that James Hunt did not complete his full first lap? And the answer is, they did. Now, you might be thinking to yourself after that, well, if the stewards knew that James Hunt didn't complete his full first lap, then why did they let him restart the race? Because they literally said, you can't do that. And that is where things get wild. Upon discovering that James Hunt did not complete his full first lap, the stewards told McLaren that Hunt was out of the race. But remember, this was the British Grand Prix, and when the British crowd at Brands Hatch caught wind that their British hero and title challenger James Hunt might be out of the race for what they viewed to be a stupid reason, they went ballistic. They started chanting, We want Hunt! We want Hunt! And started throwing all sorts of objects onto the circuit. And the stewards were so scared that the crowd were going to riot that they just said, you know what, screw it. And they let James Hunt restart the race. Upon hearing the news that the stewards were letting James Hunt compete, despite him not meeting one of the two stated conditions for restarting, Ferrari's Clay Regazzoni and Leger's, Leger, Leger's Jacques Lafitte ended up restarting the race in their T-cars because they were like, well, if he's going to race while breaking the stewards' rules, then so are we. And while Regazzoni and Lafitte ended up both retiring from the race due to reliability issues, you already know that James Hunt went on to win. Now, you also know that Ferrari and Nicky Lauda, in the middle of a title fight with McLaren and James Hunt, did not take this insanity sitting down. No, they took it all the way up the protest ladder 
First, they protested the race result to the race stewards with their argument being that because Hunt didn't complete the lap on which the incident occurred, he should not have been allowed to participate in the restart. This protest was dismissed. Then, they took this same protest to the Royal Automobile Club, which is Great Britain's governing body of motorsport, and had their protest dismissed yet again, with this time the added caveat that the RAC agreed that James Hunt did not finish the lap, but upheld that he should have been allowed to restart because his car was, quote, still moving when the red flag was waved. Now, you have to wonder if there was a little bit of great British bias at play here with the RAC wanting to protect James Hunt. And finally, Ferrari took it all the way up top to the FIA, the global governing body of motorsport, who eventually ruled in Ferrari's favor because logic. Nicky Lauda was named the official winner of the 1976 British Grand Prix in September of 1976 when James Hunt was officially disqualified over two months after the race occurred. And you thought the FIA operated slowly today. Sheesh. If you enjoy this type of Formula One content, toss this video a like and my channel a subscription to get more sent right to your feed. And if you enjoyed this content and want more right now and all F1 season long, just $5 a month on patreon.com slash formula bone gets you two additional Patreon exclusive videos per month, access to my weekly written F1 column where I put my most wild and unfiltered takes and more. And most importantly, your support on Patreon helps make it so that I can keep making Formula One content full time. So go check out patreon.com slash formula bone now for even more F1 content. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters, Colky, at Rated Bookie, and Glow. Until next time, folks, J-Bone. J-Bone.